Welcome to today's show. I'm going to be talking all things carbs, why carbs aren't making you fat, what are carbs, good carbs versus bad carbs. It's not actually a real thing. We'll dive into that. Simple versus complex carbs, a two-step carb strategy, and regulating your blood sugar levels. So let's get started with the show. So welcome to today's show, guys. I hope you're all keeping safe and well. Today's topic is a hotly debated topic, and that is carbs and their correct use. Carbs are getting a pretty bad rap over the last few years, and basically they're being associated with making you gain weight or gain fat in particular. Um like we have to look at it i'm going to try piece it apart i'm going to delve into um different elements around carbs and first of all we're going to kick off with what actually carbs are so people have a nice definition we're going to home that down it's pretty broad in terms of what people's knowledge is around carbs and it might be just tying carbohydrates to one particular type of food which isn't the case so in research for this um podcast looking into carbs and i know like a lot of people will follow a lot of big high celebrities online and um for this one i'm going to use beyonce as a key figure in it i'm sure a lot of people listening have probably seen her documentary it was released a couple of years ago homecoming which she done for um i believe it was coachella and um, she was going to perform at it as a leading act and in the program itself she's trying to lose weight in order to fit into a particular outfit that she'd wore previously after having um twins so she was gun ho for i believe it was 22 days for this diet and a lot of people have followed it online and sticking to it but basically the whole element when it came down to it was that she was said to be eliminating carbs actually one of her quotes was in order for her to hit her goals she's going to be limiting herself to no bread no carbs no sugar all the while she said this to the camera while she was actually eating an apple which obviously contains carbs so if you're going to remove something from your diet you should probably know what it is you're going to remove first so when we look at carbs Carbs are one of three main building blocks, also known as macronutrients. You would have heard me talk about it on here before. Basically, they make up all food. Okay, so you're going to have protein, carbs, and fats within all your foods. And these are essential, basically, for the body to function correctly. And we can split carbs into further three kind of categories. One is sugars, two is starch, and three is fiber. So when we look at sugars, they can be simple and you can be found in the likes of, like we said earlier, likes of fruit like apples. Um, they tend to be sweet and highly palatable. All right. When we look at starch, this is a longer chain of the sugar. Um, this would be things like, for example, bread and pasta and grains, potatoes. Okay. And then we have our dietary fiber. It's kind of the odd one out. Um, it's only because of the reason, because the gut can't digest it but we have to remember almost all foods that people call carbs actually contain a combination of all three types of carbs along with protein and fat 
again separating that once more apart from table sugar but it's very rare you find some food that is particularly purely a carb and that's basically just how food tends to work and for that reason carbs play a pretty important role people don't recognize other than obviously information that has been rammed down their neck from social media and the internet but we need carbs one to energize us two they deliver vitamins and minerals three they're going to provide fiber and for fullness and regularity they're going to improve gut health and even help cognitive function so they're pretty important to us on an everyday basis um, particularly like for challenging roles with work or um, like playing sports for example so this is what I want to now move into talking about simple versus complex and that's something that people might be familiar with or something some terms that they've, they might have seen for example and I want to go and give you a couple of examples of simple carbohydrates so when we talk about simple carbs we're talking along the lines of table sugar, um, brown sugar, glucose, sucrose, um, honey, milk in the form of lactose, fruit, fructose. Okay, so these are what we call simple carbs. Okay, so when we go to our complex carbs, we're talking the likes of whole fruit, vegetables, um, nuts. What else have we got? Whole grains and whole wheat products okay so when we look at simple versus complex you can see the list and it should give you a good idea of the types of foods that are produced say from simple carbs and ones that are from complex carbs if we sit down to think about it and break it down what ones are going to be best for our nutrition and our overall our overall wellness i should say so from that, then leading into your simple versus your complex carbs and the types of foods that, you know, you might associate with the simple and complex, it kind of sways people's thinking into this good versus bad type scenario. And again, through some way of feeding it through um, social media or online, I'm sure this is what um, you might be exposed to, this good versus bad carbs it's not actually a real thing, all right? So we're not going to dedicate a lot of time to it because there's hundreds of um, different articles and stuff like that or posts that you might have seen giving you a list of carbs that you should eat and ones that you shouldn't eat and, you know, uh, the simple carb versus complex carb and pitting them against one another. Um, you know, again, a lot of it's just for clout and for for clicks and for likes and um you know wanting to be again this person putting themselves up on a pedestal saying you know um we're gonna fight the good fight against these bad carbs kind of situation all right but of course obviously again i will hold my hand up and say without a doubt there's certain foods that have more nutrients than others um and yes like there are fibrous uh, carbs are going to have the best overall impact on your health but listen just do me a favor though okay seeing as food doesn't have a moral value you know we have to stop using the words good and bad when it comes to what we eat it's not really helpful and i'd actually argue the fact that it, it can be pretty harmful to 
um, and for some people for the relationship with food. All right. So it, it's important. It's obviously it's very it's obviously it's Im- it's possible to recognize that there's a hierarchy and there's a, a benefit that certain foods have without demonizing others to the extent of people going into really, really bad restrictive formats with certain food types and even excluding them from their diet altogether. Okay, so that's very, very important. Please just recognize that, like I said, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Just good versus bad. Don't be demonizing foods. Some obviously have a higher nutritional value than others, but we want to obviously have a good, successful relationship with the foods that we are eating. Don't demonize others. Don't restrict certain foods. If you want to have that um, simple carb, go ahead and have it. It has to be in a controlled and portioned manner and certainly don't exclude it from your diet based on certain advice that you might have seen, obviously, online. So I'm going to share with you next a little two-step strategy that ensures that you're going to get a combination both of your simple and your complex. You're going to have an overall balanced diet. And this is something that's really helped me over the last number of months in particular, just striking that balance between your simple and your complex carbs and making sure that you're hitting your, your nutrient balance then also. So number one would be to choose whole foods rather than processed. So what do I mean by that? Basically, for example, if your sole purpose, obviously in the morning, you're rushing out or whatever, um, trying to get out the door and you're consuming fruit juice, like of orange juice or apple juice, whatever it might be. Like if we're going and we're getting into the car and we're commuting, simply just take the piece of fruit. The whole fruit is going to contain fiber. It's going to help slow down um, digestion and it's going to help regulate and stop the fluctuations in blood sugars. Also, we could choose the likes of whole wheat or whole grain. Um, it's going to be a lot better uh, for us, obviously, as well, because refined carbs are processed in a certain way that removes some of the grain's original fiber. So it's going to up our fiber content if we choose the whole wheat or the whole grain option. Okay, so number two then would be to combine macronutrients so what i mean by that is to eat carbs with some protein and fat whenever possible so an example of this would be sometimes we would have it for breakfast or have it for a snack would be say uh, some greek yogurt with fruit to get the protein to get the protein the fat and you're getting in your simple and your complex carbs as well because the protein in the in the yogurt is going to help slow down digestion and provide you with some more important um, amino acids needed, obviously, say, for muscle growth. The fruit gives you quick energy your body um, needs and obviously it provides some antioxidants and fiber. And finally, with the fat included in that as well, it's going to obviously boost the taste first as well as cell structure and development. Now, I know we don't think of our foods in those manners, but that's just a simple example for you where you're combining all three uh, macronutrients between your protein, your carbs and your fats simply by having some Greek yogurt and adding some fruit to your meal. So, guys, that's a two step strategy you can use. Give it a go, see how it feels, 
and I'm sure you will reap the benefits of employing this strategy. Moving on from that now to our blood sugar and let's talk about why it matters and we're going to have a little crash course here on the carb energy cycle. So what does it mean? So basically our cells need a steady supply of glucose, i.e. sugar, to do work and keep us functioning. So there's two hormones that play a big role in this and one is insulin and the other is glucagon and they manage our blood glucose. So we're going to have a little crash course, like I said, here on the carb energy cycle. I'm going to take it through it piece by piece and we break it down here. So what happens? So first of all, when you eat a digestible carb, your body turns it into glucose and dumps it into our bloodstream. The second thing then is obviously a rising blood glucose level. It's going to signal our pancreas to produce insulin then the insulin tells your cells to open up basically the gates and let the glucose in your cells will use it if they need immediate energy so like if you just entered a spin class for example or you arrived on a pitch you're going to play football you're going to do your warm-up get into the into your training session um but obviously if you're just relaxing your muscle and your liver cells will store glucose and glycogen to be used later. Then eventually your blood glucose levels start to go back down. A lowering, um, the lowering level then basically sends a different message to your pancreas, this time to make glucagon. And this then tells your muscles and your liver to release any glycogen they've been storing back into your bloodstream to be used for energy so basically that's our carb energy cycle i know there's a lot of complex terminology and stuff um used within it but basically that's what happens when there are processes when we have a digestible carb so if we're eating refined or too many simple carbs it's going to turn this process into a roller coaster ride all right so from our, our high blood sugar blood sugar levels with the fast digesting carbs, going to spike your blood sugar and then you're going to crash it, basically. So if anyone that has any little kids, um, be like giving them, obviously you'll see their reaction if you were to give a child a can of Coke or any sort of energy drink. You see this huge spike in their blood sugar levels and they're running around like a lunatic and then there's obviously a huge crash after it generally results in some tears being had afterwards, but that's the effect it has on us. And that can get blunted over the years, obviously with our exposure to certain foods and sugars over a number of years. But the, the fast digesting carbs that cause that spike are gonna leave you feeling drained and basically craving more carbs for that next energy fix, all right? And with long-term overconsumption of refined carbs, has been linked to, okay, likes of obviously type 2 diabetes, becoming insulin resistance, and obviously you have pre-diabetes then as well. So we do have to manage those levels. And that's what we talk about, that two-step that um two strategy. If we imply that, you'll definitely um come away a lot healthier and have a better relationship with your carb intake. 
So before I wrap up, I'm going to talk a little bit about why we actually love carbs so much. And you know, we've obviously talked about it at the beginning there where carbs get just this bad reputation in the diet and nutrition industry because basically they're, they're easy to grab and they're easy to, to overeat and they, be, they can become an unhealthy obsession and they can and be overconsumed and lead to an overconsumption in calories. And that's the biggest um, impact that they have because they're so easily accessible. Um, you're talking about your simple carbs and a lot of them being high in calories, which leads to a huge high calorie intake, which in turn obviously it leads to your waking and for most um, leads to further problems down the line. Okay. Um, even with that being said, and with people knowing that refined carbs can certainly wreak havoc for a lot of people on their bodies, um, a lot of them we reach for anyway, just because of strong cravings and the comfort, um, that they provide in abundance from that sugar hit since like, you know, because we all know like our bodies love, um, our sweet foods and this tends to send those pleasure signals to the reward center of our brains and basically tells the brain this is great i'm feeling great feeling energized get me some more give me more of this so that's why we have those those big highs and big lows when it comes to certain foods and with refined carbs which we now know are simple the pleasure effect is almost instantaneous okay so and People don't obviously look at the long-term effects and you see the inevitable sugar crash that comes very, very quickly afterwards. And we end up just reaching for more. So that's when we see certain foods and we buy them in large amounts. For example, um, the share packs, which are always um, on offer. So the likes of a share pack might be, say, a large packet of tato, for example. It's going to be probably four or five times the size of an actual smaller, normal, standard size pack. And it's very, very difficult to say if we were to have that one standard pack, we would consume the whole pack and that would be it done with. It's very, very seldom, if ever, I would say that a person would consume the serving size of a standard pack from the bigger pack. We'll usually just keep going and keep going and keep going. Um, for watching a movie, for example, you might have maybe two handfuls, put it down, but it's in front of us. And that's what we're talking about here. That effect of having that immediate pleasure of consuming them. You might go, OK, right, I'm going to drop the packet. And then it's we hit that low again, we reach for the packet and we'll over consume again. So that's where and that's where that love of carbs comes in for that immediate gratification. And um, even if we're it plays on emotions then as well if we're sad or we're stressed um people put it down to even like self-medicating by piling in the carbs um just for that initial boost that kind of pick me up i'm feeling good i'm feeling better about myself and they can provide that in times of stress in particular um and i know I, i've been being down that road myself and it but it's again it's about having a better relationship with food and controlling your thoughts in around our actions. So it doesn't follow. We don't start to, to stress eat or emotionally 
eat. My parting advice on carbs. So I did mention this earlier. If we opt for the whole foods as opposed to the processed ones, which we all know we need to put into practice and eating a, a carbs mixed with protein and fat is going to help prevent okay, overeating by making you feel fuller for longer and keeping your blood sugars on an even keel and that's very very important guys you need to start practicing that and putting it into place we talked about what are simple versus our complex and we've talked about two uh, two-step strategy we talked about our blood sugar levels and we talked about the benefits of having the three different macros within your meals so a protein source a carb source and a fat source and how that's going to benefit us and prevent us from overeating and keeping us fuller for longer and help regulate our blood sugar levels and finally remember carbs aren't the enemy you need them for energy you have to remember like i give you the example with beyonce fruits and veggies they are carbs also but we all know that they will provide us with valuable micronutrients all right so that's the difference between our simple and our complex then as well we have to make better choices for ourselves. Remember, you have this, you got this. Use your carbs wisely. Implement a strategy for yourselves and enjoy your foods. One last thing I will recommend. If you haven't already, guys, I do have a link in my bio. I'm going to attach it at the end or the show notes for this as well. If you do not know how many carbs you should be consuming on a daily basis, I have a TDEE calculator. It's completely free. So just input your details and you will get a detailed email breaking down based on your goal, whether it's muscle gain, whether it's fat loss, whether it's maintenance, how many carbs you should be consuming on a daily basis to match your goals. Other than that, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you have any questions on any of the topics we talked about, do not be afraid to reach out on any of my socials on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook.